Arts news from around the area. Welcome to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Yes, it's a beautiful morning out there. It really is. It's 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 just it's gorgeous. It is. You know? Um of course, I'm a little more revved up than normal, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. But welcome to Creative Cafe on this Saturday morning. It is the day after April Foolish Day as uh, Mother Nature pulled off the big uh, prank. And uh, people were wondering, is that really snow? Yes, it's really snow. And if you forget, you live in Michigan. So exactly. I've lived here, Kristen, long enough to know it's snowed in May before. Uh, so, yes, yes. So, you know, yep. things happen. Yes. So, welcome to the program, Kristen Chesnick from the oh, Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Yes, good morning. How you doing? Doing okay, doing okay. High so, after an art hop last night. Yeah, how was it? It was fantastic. Good. It was fantastic. It good. was great to see so many people out enjoying themselves and so many artists. Very cool. And the weather cleared. Yes, the weather, the weather did. I, I didn't. I finally took my coat off. Yeah, it there was you great. Go. It was it was fantastic. Well, we we have your first guest yes. in the wings, and she is with us now. So, welcome to Creative Cafe, Pamela. Thank you. There she is. Good morning, Pam. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How so, are you? I'm good. I'm great. So this uh, this is the month of April, and in April we're going to talk about grants, and we're going to talk about Mother Earth Sustainability Month, Earth Month. Um, but Pam is here with us, Pamela Kirkham. Um, is here with us to talk about grants through the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You are a local visual artist, but you recently received a caddy grant to be able to complete a multimedia project that combines several artists and arts disciplines. Um, we'll talk about that in a moment, but first, what is your favorite morning beverage? Coffee. I love coffee with a little almond milk. Ooh. Okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's yeah. good. We have... Uh, Around here, we've recently changed our coffee brand. Ooh. At least three or four of us who are, were brave enough to do this. The now unofficial official coffee of Kalamazoo's Midwest Communications uh, entry is is uh, from a company called Death Wish Coffee Company. Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, I will tell you that, yes, it does have the caffeine level that you think you're going to get with this, but it's very smooth. It's a medium roast coffee, and it's okay. wonderful. And, um, and how many cups have you had this morning? Uh, one. That's, really? Uh, that's pretty much all I'm allowed to have. Okay. Um, right. I mean, I've <laughs> had caffeine throughout my life, but I'm taking it easy with this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. It can be dangerous. It's wonderful. Oh, good. Well, we've all got our black coffee here this morning. Pam, let's, uh, let's talk about your grant project. So sure. h- how did you arrive at the project, and how long have you been working on it? Um, well, um, I was inspired by the Van Gogh Immersive Exhibit. I hadn't seen it yet, but I knew I wanted to do something similar, but less involved, of course. I mean, I didn't have access to 32 projectors like they use. Um, and I really thought long and hard about what I could do <clears throat> that would promote my work as well, as well as other community artists and organizations. And what makes my project unique <clears throat> is that I use original art, original music, and original choreography. Um, and then I did go and see the Immersive Van Gogh exhibit in Chicago, and I loved it, you know. But they used a well-known artist, canned music, and they didn't have a dance element. Um, okay. So I've been working on this for about a year. All right. And can you give us uh, any kind of um, description of what, what the piece is about? 
Yes, I actually took um, 60 of my pieces that I've created over the last 10 years and put them into a slideshow, and that was used as the backdrop in the Wellspring Theater. And then I had um, two musicians I hired to compose music that went with my artwork, and then um, they in turn gave that to the, uh, you know, they performed it, recorded it, mixed it, and then gave that to the dancer, and then the dancer choreographed her own interpretation to the art and music. Okay. And then we filmed it just last Sunday. We filmed it in the Wellspring Theater. And then I still need to edit it, which will force me to learn Final Cut Pro to, to edit it. And, um, and then I'll market it. Okay. And uh, for those folks that don't know, the, the, your um, art, the 60 pieces you're talking about, I'm, I'm guessing that that's a, a combination of landscapes and nature um, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it is from the fight or flight series, which um, has a lot of like, you know, butterflies, birds, bees, dragonflies, um, and then um, a newer series that is all about, um, you know, water altitude and atmosphere is actually the second series, and that's the name of the project, and that goes through like mountains and clouds and you know landscapes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's an oil paintings. Is that mostly what you work with? No, it's all acrylic. It's all acrylic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so you received a caddy grant for the project itself. And I think it's so cool that you took your artwork and uh, allowed other artists to interpret and then put it all together as a multimedia project. Um, was this your first grant that you applied for? Um, I actually applied for um, a, a slightly different caddy grant in December of 2020. But I was trying to secure funds mainly just to complete the artwork for the event. Um, and I did not receive that grant, but you encouraged me to try again. And with your help, I was able to secure this caddy grant in the spring of 2021. All right. And for those folks that are listening this morning that are like, yeah, I'm an artist and grants scare me. Can you talk about your uh, talk about was applying difficult? No, it was not difficult at all. And, um, you know, you really gave me a lot of help. I really struggled with Putting the budget together, for me, that was the scary part, and your help was just invaluable. You gave me a lot of help, and we're always accessible, and I had a lot of questions, so thank you very much. <laughs> well, you are welcome, and yes, budgets. Budgets can be scary uh, for everybody, just trying to put numbers to concepts um, can be difficult, especially when you're in the planning stage of a project. And um, so you, so good. So I'm glad to hear that you got help from us. I'm glad to hear that we were helpful here at the Arts Council. Um, yeah. And so you said that you you just finished the filming um, on the 27th, which I think is great. So are we going to be able to see your project somewhere? Um, you know, um, originally I thought that I was going to have to involve um, public media network which would have forced me to just have it public access, mm-hmm. which I'd done all right with. But I did have to put a, quite a bit of my own money into this as well. And um, so Carolyn is willing to um, add another 30 minutes in, because it's only like 22-minute long video, um, to, so that we could do a live performance. Um, I'd like to kind of start locally and then go regionally. Um, and so we're looking for venues right now. First, my first up as I have to edit the video. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, I have to buy a new computer because I don't have the, the processing capability <laughs> on my computer. 
So once I do that, then I'll take that around to different venues and try to secure a venue to do a performance where the the music is already combined with the art, and so that'll be shown in the background, and then Carolyn will dance in front of that. And my dancer is Carolyn Pantalone Rappers. Mm-hmm. Very good. Right, right. Well, I'm very excited to be able to see the project. Can you talk a little bit about... Um, because it's the Kalamazoo Artistic Development Initiative. And so we love to give money to folks who are uh, at a point in their careers where they're looking for the next thing. What is, what is uh, what's going to develop my career further? What's going to develop me as an artist? Can you talk a little bit about what the project means to you personally? Um, yes. You know, it, it really means a lot. I mean, I was able to take work that I've produced in the last 10 years and it was just amazing to see it blown up so huge on a big screen and combined with music and dance. Um, also, I'm happy to, you know, to have been able to employ you know, the three other artists and pay them what they deserve. I feel like artists are kind of underpaid. <laughs> so that was really important to me. You can say that again and again. Okay, so yes, yeah, so being able to work with other with with other artists, and what do you hope that other folks uh, folks that are going to come see um, the performance, either live performance or the video, what um, what do you hope they get out of it? Well, you know, I hope that it provides them with a like a calming, uh, meditative, multi sensory experience in this time of you know world pandemic and war in Ukraine and inflation. All these terrible things are happening. And I believe the performance will and video will help relieve stress mm-hmm. and teach people how to sort of reset their attitude to a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. And then I also hope that other artists will be inspired to create work, you know, their own healing work. Good, good. And what advice do you have uh, for others who are looking to uh, write a grant to complete their artistic projects? I would say, you know, I... I at first, I thought I bit off more than I can choose. So, <laughs> okay. you know, it's okay to choose to do a huge project, excuse me, but you just know that you have to put in a lot of time and energy to bring it all together. But the rewards and benefits were great for me because I really think that I sold a lot more original art and received more commissions because people were trying to help me raise money for the grant project. Oh, okay. um, I was successful raising about $2,840 through um, GoFundMe and mailed-in donations combined. Mm-hmm. And then I sold an additional like $5,600 worth of original art that didn't even, you know, wasn't even related to the grant project. So oh, I feel like great. I gained a lot more personal recognition than I had before. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. Well, Pam, thank you so much for sharing your experience with your grant project this morning. We're uh, very excited to be able to um, support you as an arts council, and I'm excited to be able to see the final project. Well, thank you, and I really appreciate all your help. I'd also like to say that I'm so glad I've connected with Carolyn Pampalone Rabbers, my dancer, and um, you know we're looking forward to doing those live performances in the future. And thankful for all the help from the Arts Council and connections I've made with people associated with Corey Terry and the Wellspring Dancers. And, um, you know, I was happy to pay this local organization for the use of their theater and their tech person, Sam Snow, who did a great job. Great, great. Thanks, Pam. Love talking to you. You're welcome.
Are you a student, artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the arts scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. WKZO News Time 819, and it's 26 degrees and sunny outside. Back to part two of uh, Creative Cafe and, and, and another guest. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's, uh, it's almost a heat wave out there, Jim. Yeah, just I'm not going to Yeah, compared to last week, I yes. don't know. Feels really good. Yes, we are back on Creative Cafe this morning, and my second guest is Dana Wagner, the Director of Marketing and Communications at Discover Kalamazoo. Good morning, Dana. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So we're going to be talking about sustainability this morning, but what I found very interesting is that uh, Discover Kalamazoo, for those folks that don't know, you guys do, are uh, supporting all things Kalamazoo, visitors to Kalamazoo, locals who want to attend events at Kalamazoo. So it's a huge effort over there at Discover Kalamazoo to make sure that we all know what's going on in our community, promoting our community. So first, I appreciate that very much. Of course, that's what we do. We're we're proud to support the entire yeah Kalamazoo County for visitors and residents alike. Yes, um, but you had a very interesting article uh, that was published last year, and it had to do with being a responsible and sustainable patron. So um, we talk a lot about uh, things that you can do when you're doing a show or you're doing your artwork that makes it sustainable. But this is this is an interesting take. This is this is about what, what when I visit a place or or when I'm going to an event. How can I be sustainable as well? And it's Earth Month, so we love that. Before we get to it, though, Dana, what is your favorite morning beverage? Oh, man, you know, I am not much of a morning beverage person, so if I have anything, it's usually water, but uh, I do enjoy um, some teas occasionally. All right. Well, that's okay, because uh, water is incredibly healthy for you, and I'm told that you're supposed to do that uh, as a matter of course in the morning, so good for you. There you go. <laughs> we are celebrating Earth Month um, and how to engage in the arts in a more sustainable and conscientious way. So, uh, Dana, can you talk about a little bit first about uh, if I've left anything out in terms of what Discover Kalamazoo does? We just help to promote, as I mentioned, the entire Kalamazoo County um, for for leisure travel, for visitors coming in, but also groups and events. So any of those associations um, who do conventions, meetings, sports events, um, we help to support those visitors coming into the area as well, making sure they have a great experience here in Kalamazoo and want to come back and visit us again. 
Right, right. And it is, it's great to be able to have folks come in from outside the county to experience Kalamazoo because we all who live here already know what a great place it is to live and work. So you offer advice on, on how to make your trip here more sustainable. Um, and one of the things that I know that uh, you and I have talked about is a new program in Portage, a bike. Uh, so biking instead of driving as a sustainability. Um, can you talk a little bit about this new program in Portage? Yeah, it's very exciting because it actually just opened up for the season yesterday. So this is perfect timing. And of course, you know, biking, you know, can help to cut down on our, our energy use and, and gas use, of course, and costs a little less. So um, in Portage, they have the Bike Portage Bike Share Rental Program. So just opened yesterday, April 1st. And the station is located on the Portage Creek Bicentennial Trail, just north of the Celery Flats Pavilion. They started it last year in September of 2021, and it'll run April through October. So that's your chance to get some, some good biking in. So how do you do this? You um, download, they have a Movatic app, and you can search for that in, you know, on your phone with your apps. You can also find this information um, online on their website at portagemi.gov. But you download that app. You can create an account. You pay right there, and once you pay, it unlocks your bike at that station, and then you're free to go explore the trail system, and you just need to return the bike back to that rental location um, by the park closing each day. They have 10 of these bikes available, and they have a bunch of different options here, too. So if you're a visitor to the area, they, they have a you know rental rate for that just for a, a walk-up fee, but then they also have some memberships. Rates. Oh, so if you're looking to do more biking, yeah, mm-hmm. you can jump in and uh, get some good rates on that. Oh, that's great. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. Going digital is also another way that we can uh, help with sustainability. And um, I know that just in terms of the pandemic, I've seen more and more theaters and events um, put their programs online so that they're no longer printing paper programs. In fact, Art Hop is now a completely digital brochure as well. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what Discover Kalamazoo encourages us to do in terms of resources to plan and attend events? Because I know I think you have something as well. Yeah, we do. We we have a few of our own, but, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, any events that you see or um, places that you're going to or traveling to, it's always great to look to see what digital resources they have in advance just to cut down on, you know, either printing things off or, or taking, you know, paper products just to reduce um, that paper usage. So there are, of course, many different apps. We just talked about the one with the, you know, Portage bikes, but... Um, on our Discover Kalamazoo website, we do have our travel guide in a digital format. So you don't need that in paper. You can see it right online. And we actually have it in both English and Spanish versions. And below that, then you'll also see our dining guide that's digital, our Spirit of 269 guide with all the wineries, breweries, and uh, distilleries in the area. And there's, of course, just a ton of different itineraries ideas, things to do. We have our 269 cool things to do list. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I'll, I'll just do a plug quick for our, <laughs> our digital give a craft program, which I know we'll yes. talk about in a little bit too. Yes, yes. Um, 
a lot of times when I go to a theater event or a music event, I'm going to make that uh, more of an experience. I usually try to do dinner first or maybe drinks after. Can you talk about, um, or, or maybe some shopping, can you talk about making those trips a little more sustainable? Well, of course, um, when you're you know going out to um, the restaurants, there, a lot of times now they're going to have the QR codes there too. So that's going to help, um, you know, cutting down on the use of, of those paper menus, um, bringing uh, straws and stuff with you too, um, or, or not using them at all. That's, that's another option. But um, I know you downtown on uh, the Kalamazoo Mall, actually kind of around some of our restaurants, we have a Be Joyful, Michigan's first zero waste shop. And so if you're looking for things like that, like, you know, those straws or, or lunch boxes and stuff, those are um, even wraps, you know, to, to wrap uh, food in, whether that's, you know, to go or, um, you know, for lunches, they have their beeswax wraps. So there are different ways, yeah, around the food to also create, bring in some sustainable practices as well. Right, right. And, and we talked about breweries and distilleries. And um, you have a give a craft program. Can you can you say a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah. So with the give a craft program, um, we've been offering that since 2015. And we started with a paper passport. And I'm, I'm happy to say we, we are we're no longer using those paper passports. So much more sustainable. Um, and the program just expanded. Um, as of last week, we, we actually opened it up that it was just for breweries in the Kalamazoo County. But I mentioned our 269 cool things to do list. We also promote the 269 area code. So this was a way here to expand that program and actually bring in more breweries from around Southwest Michigan in the 269 area code. So we have the addition of 16 new breweries around the area. So there's now a total of 29 locations to check into. It's a severe passport. So you go and check into these locations, which will um, earn you some prizes. When you get to eight check-ins, you'll get a free Give a Craft t-shirt. And you do eight more for a total of 16 and get a backpack cooler now. So we added on a second prize there. There's a bunch of deals and discounts to along the way, and it's a totally free program, and it's digital. You can do it on your phone and, and check in, and uh, you can find that at giveacraft.beer. Giveacraft.beer. You don't have to do all eight or 16 breweries in the same same uh, span of time, no. right? You can spread those out. <laughs> yes, we okay. encourage you. Be responsible. Spread <laughs> those out. Yes. Or even make multiple trips back to Kalamazoo. We'd love to you know, have you come visit Sorry. more often, too. Okay. So uh, the Giveacraft... Um, digital pass, so that's now all digital. You can get that online. Um, the last thing, if you could talk a little bit about when you do travel, choosing hotels. So I'm going to go, maybe not to Kalamazoo, maybe I'm going to go to Chicago and see a show. How do I choose a hotel that's sustainable? Yeah, many different hotel brands have different commitments to sustainability. So it's a great thing to do some of that research before you go and find a hotel brand that you know, puts that information out there and let, you know, their customers know what they're doing in terms of sustainability. And so you can look for, you know, maybe different initiatives that they're doing, like using energy efficient technology, carbon reduction, use of eco labels and products, especially with, you know, there's all those little plastic and bottles Mm -hmm. sometimes in your room. And I've seen some great hotels that have, um, you know, gone to larger use bottles that 
stay in the room there, but you're not wasting then as much of that plastic and that packaging. Um, places too where they encourage you know their guests to use their towels multiple times versus new towels each day. Mm-hmm. Electronic check-in, you know, to reduce paper. And then I thought too about you know walkability. If you can actually find a hotel that has great walkability to maybe the show that you're going to or the restaurant you want to check out, then you don't have to use your car as much once you're in the destination. Or of course, finding a place that's near you know different public transportation options can also help to reduce you know, your carbon mm-hmm. footprint there. Yeah. Well, those are great tips. Great tips to lessen your footprint while having a great time in Kalamazoo and uh, experiencing all that Kalamazoo has to offer. Dana Wagner from Discover Kalamazoo, thank you so much for being my guest this morning. Thank you. All right. And that's another episode of Creative Cafe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking some time this morning to join us on the Creative Cafe. We have enjoyed telling you a little bit about who we are as an arts council and what we do in the community. Arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, we've been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. In the past five years alone, we have provided benefits to 585 individual artists and arts organizations, granted $865,000 to just under 400 grant recipients, produce 10 unique programs that serve artists and have collaborated on 23 separate fiscal sponsorships and community projects, many of which are still in existence and serving our community. All this with an average staff size of 6 to 8 in any given year. Small but mighty, that's the Arts Council. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer.